Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Rumble Rock Podcast, March Madness Alumni Bracket Edition, starring Dave Schilling, Corliss Williamson, Miles Simon, Joey Devine, Howie Dalmar, Erwin Dambro, Sean Keen, B.H. Bourne, Howard Porter, later named ineligible, Patreons, Neil B., thank you, Neil, Dan Hickson, gracias, Dan, Jarvis, thank you in French, Jarvis, musical guest, David Barrett, special guest, Josh Androsky at Shut Up Androsky. And now the temporary host of Rumble Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with our second annual March Madness Alumni Bracket Tournament. Uh, I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I got March Madness fever, baby. Well, that's I good mean, because of, I do of. not. I haven't watched a you single don't. college basketball game this year and don't plan on watching a single game at all. You're not going to watch the tournament at all? No, I don't think so. Wow. Joey, I'm this out, isn't like man. you. I'm out on college sports. Uh, you, used to, you used to watch a lot of them. I mean, I would only ever watch Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I mean, but that's a lot of games. Um. All right. Our uh, we're here with our arbitrator, Josh Androsky, comedian, political operative, uh, the only cool rich guy in the world, Josh Androsky. <laughs> Josh, how are you? <laughs> wow, what an intro! 
Uh, I'm good. I guess I am all of those things. <laughs> if you think of, if you really do think about it, um, I uh, I'm good. It's it's nice to be back with my friends. It is nice my to cat. be back with you, Josh. Yeah. I I looked at the Skype chat, and it was literally one year ago that we t- we last talked uh, about on Roundball Rock for this very reason. It's just not, you know, we couldn't go to Summer League, so we're going to make a spring fling. I like it. Um, Is that good? Is that the kind of stuff that the audience misses? <laughs> so, Sean... They love it. Those hogs love it. I'm <laughs> sorry. What? <laughs> uh, um, do you want to explain what we're doing today to the listeners? Normally, oh, yes. I guess I'll do some business real quick. Yeah, roundrockpod at gmail.com, at roundrockpod on Twitter. Um, call us on the phone at the number in the description of the episode. Five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod. But this is going to be a long one, so let's let's uh, let's get into it. Um Okay. So what we're doing, we debuted this last year. Um, this is something that Joey and I did many years ago before we had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's a lot of ways to rank, uh, to decide on your brackets. You can you can go with dominant animal sometimes. Uh, in that case, I remember one year we did that on the podcast with guest star Ben Ben uh, Ben Kalina. Mm-hmm. I believe the Purdue Boilermakers won because they were. Uh, the representation of industrial capitalism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, think, I think that was unstoppable. Uh, and when last year we did a full alumni bracket based on the tournament that got canceled uh, like a couple days before it actually happened, maybe a week before it was supposed to start. So what we do is Joey and I split these up. Um, Joey is taking the West and the Midwest. I am taking uh, the East and the South mm-hmm. this time. And we are basically just nominating one alumnus from each of these schools to see who advances in the bracket. And Josh is going to be our arbiter of uh, who moves on to the next round. And we are going to advance so we have a winner out of each region. And then the final four, the voting is in your hands on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will be posting uh, the final four matchups and then... uh, much like the tournament itself, I think we'll have the championship on Monday night. Sure. Because they always did the championship on Monday night. And we'll see. Uh, last year, I believe John Tesh won in the final over... Um, he did. Uh, over journalist Gary Webb. Uh, who, no. Who it, died it, under mysterious uh, circumstances. Uh, bullshit, dude. Webb was wrong. <laughs> no, Tesh, um, Tesh... No, Webb lost to... Um, Kim Deal. Kim, it was Kim Tesh Deal? versus oh. Kim Deal. Tesh and versus Tesh Deal pulled and out Tesh the win. Won. Yeah. And then the other person in the final four, hold on, I'll pull it up right now. It was, it was like the Unabomber or something. <laughs> it was Gary I Webb. Kavorkian was in it. It was <laughs> David Angel who created Wings and died in 9 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so technically, I guess North Carolina won. Is that right? Is that where Tesh is from? I believe that's NC State. NC State. Yeah, so yeah. NC State won again. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you can never, ever give up. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever give up. So, uh, yeah, NC State won over Ohio State in the final. Let's, uh, let's get to it, shall we? 
Yeah, so let's start with the West, yeah, Joey. I'm at the bracket I'm looking at. We're just gonna go the the order I have it in. If you're following along at home with your own brackets, which I'm sure you are, we're going West, East, Midwest, South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're driving, pull out your brackets now. You can do it on your phone. <laughs> yeah. All right. So our first, uh, our first, we have a play-in game right off the bat. It's Norfolk State. Versus Appalachian State and Norfolk State, I decide the play-in winner, obviously. One in a route because it was J.B. Smoove, a comedian, star of Curb, the only good part of Curb Your Enthusiasm, versus, uh, I mean, I'm being, it's great, it's great, but J.B. Smoove is the best It's great, but that's also correct. Yeah, um. Versus beat out Eric Bachman, the lead singer and songwriter of Archers of Loaf uh, from Great Appalachian band. State. Uh, so it's number one Gonzaga who, look. Hold on, really quickly, really yeah. quickly. I just got to say, um, I can't believe that the best alumni wasn't even the best lead singer named Bachman. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like when you it, was, Bach, it was, was like, rough. Oh, it was rough. There, Turner Overdrive. Yeah, thing? yeah. No, it was Appalachian State was rough, uh, admittedly. Um, so it's number one. Look, I didn't try and repeat a lot of people from last year. Yeah, good, but Gonzaga yeah. is not a strong school for a long time. So last last year with Gonzaga, the nominee was Bing Crosby, and it is once again Bing Crosby. <laughs> now Bing Crosby last year to give you a little tournament history, uh, Bing won three games in uh-huh. the tournament before. Oh, I guess he won two games in the tournament before going down to H. H. Holmes of Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, so right. uh, the 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 serial the Chicago's one of Chicago's better serial killers of the many serial killers in America's toughest city. Of course, the Chicago. of course though the way better than way better than Rahm Emanuel. Of course, I was going to make the same joke. Um, all right. Uh, sorry, sorry, your uh, podcast. Uh, so it's Bing Crosby, your number one seed from Gonzaga versus number sixteen Norfolk State's JB Smoove. Josh, who is moving on? Can we say upset alert, baby? Yeah. <laughs> I think what's going on here. JB Smoove not only beats Bing Crosby, but he makes Bing Crosby look really, really good. Quite mm-hmm. possibly way better than he actually is. Just like JB Smoove as an improviser. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I had a feeling that was going to happen. He still steals the scene. You know, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. he he makes Bing look great. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you're the one seed. You lose to the play, the plan. But everybody respects it. Okay, that moves us to our next our next round. It's uh, number fifteen, Grand Canyon University. Another tough oh, yeah. one. Oh, you're going to the fifteen? Okay. Oh yeah. Well, how do you want me to do it? Where should I go? Just straight down the straight down the bracket. Go to okay. eight nine. Okay, eight nine. All right. Sorry, eight nine. Uh, we have Oklahoma's Olivia Munn. <laughs> wow. Uh, versus number nine. From Attack of the Show. Yeah, from, from Attack of the Show, from my favorite show of all time, The Newsroom, Sloan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Versus number nine, Missouri. Look, Missouri had a lot of choices. I could have went Brad Pitt. I could have went John Hamm. But instead, 
I decided to go with, of course, Huda Salih Mahdi Amash, who was Saddam Hussein's WMD scientist. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's, How do you spell that last name? Uh, A-M-M-A-S-H. Oh, okay. 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 So, alright. This uh-huh. is tough, because mm-hmm. obviously I immediately want Amash right. to win, mm-hmm. right? But here's the thing. The thing that we aren't really thinking about in regards to Saddam Hussein's WMD, like chief scientist or whatever mm-hmm. this guy's title is, is that he wasn't good enough to make That's any WMD. That's why I picked him. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, the question we have to ask ourselves here is, did he try? <laughs> because if he tried to make WMDs and didn't, mm-hmm. then Olivia Munn's performance in the newsroom mm-hmm. puts her over the top. Yeah. She but does have I... two PhDs, right? <laughs> Sloan Stevens <laughs> does have two PhDs in the newsroom, okay. yes. I mean, I, I know Sloan Stevens isn't competing, but, you know, <laughs> it's two PhDs, you know? I don't want to bring up my secret feelings about Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. in, in- <laughs> yeah that she, um, that she ruined his family. No, that she serves as don't man, don't a, just keep going, just keep going. She's a she's a very good friend of his. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um, I there there's a reason why his family hates him. Uh, they're all crazy Christian. Anyway, uh. I I gotta go with Dr. Amash. All right, that's what and I thought. He's a doctor. <laughs> that's a really good point. He's got more than a PhD. Uh, basketball players with the uh, basketball players with uh, the name Doctor, eh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Olivia Munn. I loved Attack of the Show. <laughs> 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 um. All right. Number, where am I at now? Uh, 512, we've got, at number 5, Josh, I gotta tell you, I think you have a secret connection to the University of Creighton. Because I'm listening. Here's the thing, last year, our Creighton alumni was Seth Rich. And he went <laughs> very far, because you loved picking <laughs> Seth Rich over everyone. The dude deserves a win! And here's the thing. Seth Rich won two games, but he could not handle the powerhouse that was David Angel in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But here's the thing. I was like... For those who don't know who Seth Rich is, look up... Look up Seth Rich. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing, Josh. So I didn't want to pick Seth Rich again. But the only other good person I could find... Is uh, casino magnate Jackie Gaughan, Gaughan, G A U G H A N, who, uh, who, whatever, who in 1963, Josh, <laughs> yes. bought the El Cortez Hotel and Casino in Las Shut Vegas, <laughs> and at one point owned 25 percent of downtown Las Vegas. Oh my God, the best part of Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, do you want to explain your uh, connection with the El Cortez Hotel in Las Vegas? (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, they just are, you know, really good. Um, the slot machines pay really well. Uh-huh. Uh, the prime rib deal is insane. Mm-hmm. The prime rib deal is... In- well, we have a history with the Al yeah. Cortez. You Please. are the person... Joey, you are the person who had me first go to the El Cortez. Mm-hmm. It's the best um, place to stay in downtown Vegas. Uh, and, and why, why are we sponsored by them? <laughs> You really should be. You should talk to them. Uh, there's eleven dollar uh, prime rib special, twenty four hours a day, um, and it's good. Yeah, and Josh won once won a lot of money there. We'll just say that. Yeah, I once. Yeah, I just I once won a million dollars on a slot machine there. That wasn't yeah. actually a million dollars, but said it was a million. dollars. Yes. Turns out when you take the lump sum, they take away a lot. Of yeah, Josh but won a million dollars at the El Cortez Hotel on a slot machine. <laughs> what kind of what kind of machine was it, Josh? Oh, why, it was, um, again, another Joey Divine uh, uh, inspired thing. You really deserved more royalties than I gave you. Um, uh, it, it was, so Joey has a slot machine system, and I'm here to tell you that it works. It's the um, best the slot, slot machine system. You should describe it. It's your system. Uh, you just pick the dumbest intellectual property and then play that slot machine. <laughs> And the reason why is because, theoretically at least, enough idiots are like, oh, that kind of sucks, that yeah. it'll probably pay out more. Like, yeah, yeah. But also, the real answer is, the dumber the show is, the stupider the thing is, the more, like, The more fun the gags... slot machine is. <laughs> exactly. The more goofs gags it puts in the slot machine. And the so, more, Josh, like, what thing. slot machine did you win a million dollars on at the El Cortez Hotel and Casino? Bazinga! Yeah, it was a Big Bang Theory the big slot machine. Um. Anyway, so that's owner of the El Cortez Hotel in Las Vegas, Jackie Goggin, versus number twelve UC Santa Barbara alum. Look, I could have went Jack Johnson. I could have went Michael Douglas. I could have gone any other. Uh, let's say um. Uh bad white dude but instead i went with really quickly sorry before you Mm -hmm. announce i just have to say that jack johnson and michael douglas are like the yin and yang of eating pussy go on (laughs) (laughs) but instead i went with edward l masri who is of course the attorney who sued pg&e with aaron brockovich the real life man is that is that um is that um, the Albert Finney character? Uh, I don't know. I uh, Probably. Sure. Hold on. He looks like Albert Finney. <laughs> he is. Sorry. Looking up the cast list now. Uh, yeah, he's Albert Finney. It's Albert Finney's character. Yeah. Okay. 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 So this is also weird because um, he was the mayor of. The city of Thousand Oaks, mm-hmm. which is like basically where I was raised, like where my mom currently. <laughs> oh, lives. so this this like, this matchup is personal for you? <laughs> yeah, this matchup is intensely personal for me. I mean, you're asking me what do I like more, gambling or um, taking down uh, corporate interests Evil on corporations? Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, on behalf of working people. Um, okay, well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to say. 
the Prop 65 warning that is like the sort of legacy of this case mm-hmm. is now on literally every building and inside every child's crib. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't stop making things with stuff that gives you cancer. So I'm going to say that's an L for Edward L. Mazur. Oh, wow. That's the L. That's L. Cortez man wow, taking that the is win. What the L stands for. <laughs> uh, so Josh... That's right, socialists. Josh chose his own million-dollar gains versus the people who sued PG&E. I uh, will say, though, that PG&E is still alive and still killing people to sure. this day. So, again, uh, this guy was the mayor and city council member of Thousand Oaks, mm-hmm. which is not exactly uh, the Silver Lake Neighborhood Council. You sure. know what I mean? Uh, we're a national podcast. We can't really get into that. All right, let's keep moving. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, so we get so the casino winner advances. Yeah, Jack Goggin. Um, I'm sure he'll lose to JB Smooth, but anyway, here we go. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's know. not the toughest. Well, I mean, he actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, that the you know he's got. Let's see who his opponent next round. Is sure. Be. Um. So we've got Virginia versus Ohio. Uh, and it's not Ohio State. It's the University of Ohio at number 13. I could have went Paul Newman. I could have went Tobin Sprout from Guided by Voices. Both very cool. But you know what Paul yeah. Newman and Tobin Sprout have never done? Hmm. Gotten paid $1.5 million for the outline, not the script, the outline of the David Caruso movie Jade. That's right. We're bringing in... Joe Esterhaas, the man who wrote Basic Instinct and Showgirls. The horniest man in the 90s, (laughs) maybe? (laughs) So, wow. And and Sliver. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Joe Esterhaas at number 13, Ohio, versus number four, Virginia. I could have went Stephen Malcolmus. I could have went Tina Fey. But you know what? None of them are named after, have a soda named after them. That's right. It's Dr. Charles T. Pepper versus <laughs> Joe Esterhaas. <laughs> and here's a funny thing about Dr. Pepper. Did not invent the soda. The soda is just named after him. He was a Confederate general who ran a drugstore, and Whoa. they named the soda after him for some reason. And all of college football is now uh-huh. sponsored by him somehow. So that's by right, Confederacy. Josh. Dr. Charles T. Pepper or Joe Esterhaas. This, this is, is a tough one. <laughs> this is the toughest one yet. I have to say, because both of these people are incredibly powerful. So first of all, you you have Joe Esterhaas, as Sean mentioned, the horniest Mm -hmm. guy of the 90s, which is up there with the 20s and the 80s as the horniest decades in world history. Mm -hmm. Like, the 90s were peak. Like, Joe Esterhaas was hornier than the guy who created Girls Gone Wild. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in all or most of his horny fantasies, he or his surrogate character is stabbed with an ice pick. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really tough. But then you have Dr. Charles T. Pepper, mm-hmm. who 
that name alone yeah. is powerful enough to beat lesser people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what Dr. Charles Pepper did, and it looks like he only treated Confederate soldiers <laughs> and yeah. didn't like treat them with any like bubbling elixirs. No, it sounds like he just honestly went to medical school at a place that got commandeered as a Confederate hospital. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, but why is the soda named after him? That's what I uh, couldn't it's figure because, out. It's because uh, Wade Morrison, um, who who used to work for Dr. Peppa for a few years, <laughs> then um, employed a pharmacist named Charles Alderton, and then... Uh, Morrison and Alderton together mixed carbonated water, fruit juices, and sugar mm-hmm. to produce a soft drink that had an unusual taste. Uh-huh. Eventually named a Waco, and the customers would say, "Shoot a Waco!" Mm-hmm. And then there's a thousand people in rural Rochita claim the formula for that drink was stolen by Morrison, <laughs> um, and he contrived swamp root, is what he called it. Great. And Great. then they. They just called. They needed a doctor name because that's what you did in right, the late it was 1800s a fake medicine. to trick people. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so right. he just picked his old. He picked his old boss's name. So Josh, who's it going to be, Esther Haas or Doctor Pepper? We're taking an ice pick to white supremacy here, baby. Esther Haas is moving on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that was tough. That mm-hmm. was really, really. I've got tough. some more tough ones for you. I'm just warning so you. So we got we have our our first our first. Uh, one, and yeah, keep going, keep going. Sorry. All right. Um. Okay. So number six versus number eleven. Number six is USC. I had a lot of choices for USC every yeah. year. It's a lot of famous people went there. I, of course, though. Went with the newest addition to the notable alumni uh, Wikipedia page, and that is Olivia Jade, Lori Laughlin and Massimo's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, she is facing off against. There was another play-in game for the eleven seed, uh, Wichita State versus Drake University. And this was, I think, the two worst people I could... This entire... This section here is maybe the three worst people I could find. So, Drake University's Jeremy Piven was defeated wow. in the play-in game by Wichita State's Dennis Raider, the BTK killer. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> so, Josh is... It's Olivia Jade versus the BTK killer. Who was your who was your Drake person that lost, Joey? Jeremy Piven. Oh. And he so basically he had so much mercury poisoning. Yeah, he had so the much mercury. The BTK mer- yeah. killer just didn't even <laughs> I did I did hear that he was bound with his own hair plugs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, BTK really likes, you know, being he's a, more of an artist mm-hmm. than a murderer. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a question. Super important question. Sure. It's the only question I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. Is it actually Olivia Jade playing, or is it her face photoshopped on a on a, a real athlete? It's. Oh, that's an excellent. You know what? It's a. It's the fake. 
It's not even Olivia Jade. It's her fake college resume. That's what they're playing against. Because that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really buff, uh, super good athlete. Did a lot of volunteer work too. Yeah, yeah. Did a ton it of might college. be Dave Coulier wearing a mask too. That is that is a possibility. Fuck, man. You know what? I gotta see what he does in the tourney. I'm going to BTK. All right, the BTK killer. <laughs> and can I be honest? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bloodbath. <laughs> All right, and he's got he's got that Praetor U, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can you can take classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. It's not. It's Kansas versus Eastern Washington uh, this year, and again, we'll start with Kansas. Kansas. This one. This man's had kind of a renaissance lately. I love him. You love him. It's of course Don Johnson. Yeah, Crockett himself. Now, uh, last last time it was Mandy Patinkin who lost Patinkin. in the Sweet 16 to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, but this year, Kansas is, of course, Don... J- well, I'm bringing out a big gun here. It's Don freaking Johnson versus... Nash Bridges. Nash, yeah, Bridges, Nash Bridges himself. himself versus number 14. This guy's a repeat because last year I felt like he was given a short shrift because this is so funny that this man even went to college to me. Uh, everything about this man always makes me laugh. And that is, of course, it's Don Johnson versus the creator of Spawn, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, last time Todd Todd McFarlane <laughs> made it to the freight train that was uh, Wings creator David Angel. Yeah, he lost to David Angel. Uh, but I think this he, is his he year. He destroyed, he beat, he beat Dulé Hill and Neil LeBute. On yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love this game okay all right this is tough because don johnson isn't just an actor he's Mm -hmm. a singer yeah it's true (laughs) he had two studio albums Mm -hmm. one that charted number 17 in the u.s Mm -hmm. he was number five in finland you don't do that by accident Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen by accident. Um, oh boy. I feel How like How many Barry Bonds home run balls does John Don Johnson own though? Right? <laughs> I feel like here's the thing. Don, Don Johnson, Johnson was once dating the actress who played his daughter on Nash Bridges. <laughs> Wow. Um, that's insane. Okay. Um, here's what I'm going to say about Don Johnson. Mickey Rourke did it first, did it better. Uh, Don Johnson, bye-bye. All right. You're going to lose. Todd McFarlane, baby. They are both in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. <laughs> I don't know who plays who. But the Todd advances. The main reason why I'm picking Todd to advance is that the first person whose name I saw in a movie with Don Johnson on his Wikipedia page was Jason Sudeikis, and that's bad vibes. Mm-hmm. So Todd McFarlane's moving on. I mean, I am I am circling the Todd McFarlane BTK matchup. <laughs> that's so I, I'll be watching that second round game. 
That's so twisted. Oh, I feel like the damn Joker over here. Um, all right. This to me is the easiest matchup I built for you. Are you ready? Right, give me, give me, give, yeah, list the teams and I'll tell you what happened last year. It's okay. number seven Oregon versus number 10 VCU. Uh, last time, Stephen J. Cannell was our representative from um, Oregon. Um, you guys know Stephen J. Cannell. Yeah, right? yeah. No. The I creator don't. of a, the A-Team. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the A, look, look, he's an MU, uh, 21 Jump Street, the Commish, the Rockford, fi- Rockford yeah. Files. Uh, and he wrote the Shane Scully mystery series, and his Wikipedia photo is incredible. He's wearing a leather jacket, his hair is gelled, he has a giant belt buckle, he has a skin-tight turtleneck, and he's at a local news station in San Diego. Why was that the choice? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. And then, uh, I don't believe VCU was in last year. Okay. okay, so this is number 7 Oregon versus number 10 VCU. Number Virginia s- Comp. Yeah. Number seven, Oregon, we've got the lead singer of the Decemberists, Colin Meloy, did wow. not graduate. Also, in album liner notes, thanked Robert Mueller last, uh, before the, oh. yeah, just the worst. Versus, <laughs> are you ready for this, Josh? Number yes. 10, VCU, motherfucking Hunter Patch. Adams, baby. The clown slash doctor, the real life man, uh, created the Gazuntite Institute, a place that gives out free health care outside of the uh, outside of the insurance system and dresses as a clown a lot of the times and is a fucking doctor. Dr. Hunter Patch Adams. I mean, this is like the easiest one you, right. you've ever done. You did this specifically so you could mention that Colin Malloy. I did. I did. I did. I did. I thought you'd enjoy that factoid. I really did. Because I had forgotten. Because there was, I look, you know, there were a lot of roads for a young Josh Androsky mm-hmm. uh, uh, when I was, whatever, 17. Um, I could have. You know, if I was a little bit younger, I might have fallen into the alt right. Mm-hmm. If I was a little bit fucking lamer, I would have gotten way more into the Decemberists. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I listened to that song of where that's 14 minutes long that involves them, him, a guy murdering the guy who hurt his mother inside the belly of a whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw a whale eat them at uh, Coachella. And I was like, this is pretty tight. I have no more interest in this. <laughs> so uh, I, I would like to say that the because Dr. Hunter Doherty, Patch Adams, mm-hmm. uh, is a bit of a showman, I think he makes a big balloon animal of a whale that eats mm-hmm. Colin yeah, Boy yeah. and just repeatedly dunks him into a, a basketball hoop. Great. All right. Our final game for this bracket, we've got... Of the first round. We've got number two, Iowa, versus number 15, Grand Canyon University. Uh, Sean, more, did we have any matchups last year for Iowa and Grand uh, Canyon? Yeah, hang on. Just uh, not Grand Canyon Grand University, Canyon. Joey. Really? Nothing? Nothing for Grand Canyon <laughs> University? Uh, no. You know, our, I would 
say I would say there was a bit of a surprise run for our Iowa candidate last year. He made it all the way to the Elite Eight. He was a man named Tom Arnold, but he couldn't <laughs> no. get past Kim Deal. I'm sort of shocked he got that far, but he beat. I think him beating Shell Silverstein was one of the bigger upsets. Yeah, it, it very much was. Uh, Chris made some wild picks. I gotta say. Um, all right, so for Iowa. Actually, I'll do Grand Canyon first. For Grand Canyon University, not a lot of choices. Uh, so we went with uh, California Angels star Tim Salmon, right fielder. <laughs> and the reason I chose him is because I once was at an Oakland A's baseball game, and a man behind me, we were sitting, of course, in, he played left field, right, Sean, or was he a right fielder? He was a right field. Uh, we were sitting in the right field bleachers. Yeah, that makes sense. And a man just kept yelling, Hey, Tim Salmon, your wife gave me herpes. <laughs> <laughs> the entire game. Um, wow. Not cool, fan. Yeah, and he's yeah, very <laughs> not cool, but also very funny in retrospect. Um, the guy who says it, nightmare. The guy yeah. who watches it. Great. Yeah. Uh, and then Tim Salmon is one of the best, one of the more famous, uh, best non all stars, mm -hmm. probably because uh, his wife gave a lot of the voters herpes. Um, and, then number, <laughs> and then number two, Iowa. I like this guy. I'm a little bummed he's got to go up against Patch Adams because I thought this guy was going to go far. But his name is Charles Gaines. And he is, of course, the author of Pumping Iron, the uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger weightlifting uh, uh, magazine and book feature. But more importantly, he invented paintball. What? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you both, though? <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. I, look, I when I was a kid, I um, I briefly flirted with the Angels as a like, um, I guess contrarian pick, mm -hmm. uh, like having been raised as a Dodgers fan, uh, and uh, and I did really like Tim Salmon, and I like I just like a guy with a name whose last name is just like a regular noun. Mm -hmm. Joey, can I can I can I cut you off for just a second? Sure. I just learned that Charles Gaines right now uh, has served on the board of directors of the Atlantic Salmon Federation. That is so bizarre. he's actually <laughs> dedicated a lot of his life to preserving the salmon. <laughs> and I mean, he's facing Tim Salmon, Salmon Salmon, whatever it is. Anyway. Uh, I, I, we gotta go with, and I heard he's Chris's dad. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Charles Gaines. I I had he a was. feeling that was gonna be the case. So let's blow through the rest of the West. Uh, lightning round. Oh yeah, here. do these matchups. Okay. Yeah, lightning round here. I got it, Sean. JB Smooth. Matchup. Oh yeah, I got it. JB Smooth from okay. Gonzaga. Or uh, Huda Salimadi Amash, the D Saddam Hussein's WMD scientist. This sucks, dude. This fucking sucks. <laughs> this is really, really hard. But, oof. 
Smooth has to win. It's got to be J.B. Smooth, Smooth has to dude. Win. It's got to be J.B. <laughs> I was thinking about doing an upset, but I just there's absolutely no way I can justify it. All right, move All right. On. Uh, the guy who owned the El Cortez or Joe Esterhaas? The guy who owned the El Cortez. You fucking crazy person. Look, okay, here's the deal. Not only is the El Cortez the best hotel in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, it also has the only Jewish deli in a hotel in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and for that alone... <laughs> It deserves at least two wins. All right. How much does the prime rib cost there? Come on. <laughs> uh, it's a mitzvah. It's $13. It's a mitzvah. All right, Josh. BTK or the creator of Spawn, Todd McFarlane? This By the way, Jed, can I can I add that Joe Esterhus, not only did he get one and a half million for a two-page outline of Jade, <laughs> he got two point five million for a four-page outline of the of the Wesley Snipes film. One night stand, and he mm-hmm. took his name off it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got a, he got another one and a half million once they started filming it. He got three mil for Basic Instincts, and he got one point two million for a movie called Big Shots, which mm-hmm. is a movie that sure. stars uh, Darius McCreary, the older brother on Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Great, wow. not a hit, not a hit. <laughs> All right, sorry. Josh, um, BTK yes. or creator or spawn? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Right, here's the thing, dude. Like, what's scarier? Like a clown with shark teeth mm-hmm. or an actual murder man? Mm-hmm. Like, multiple murderer. Like, these are like the two. Like, what's scarier? Hot topic or. Um, <laughs> like seeing your own blood. <laughs> like I, I I have to say it like at every turn BTK does what Todd McFarlane does <laughs> more artfully. <laughs> like BTK wins. All right. He's just not as careful about metadata. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, what what it is is he just took a fucking victory lap. <laughs> he wanted to get caught. Uh all right, Josh. Patch Adams or Charles Gaines, the uh, author of Pumping Iron and the inventor of paintball? I mean, Charles Gaines deserves better than this. I know. It's a rough matchup for him. It's a rough. It's just he. Come back next year, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. J.B. Smoove or the El Cortez man? You know what? It's got to be J.B. Smoove. Yeah. It's got to be J.B. Smoove. It's J.B. I, I love the El Cortez. I thank them for all they've done for me and my family. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to go back as in July or whatever. It's all I think about is yeah. going to the El Cortez during the Summer League. That's what yeah. I, I miss it the most. They got an Alfred Hitchcock slot machine there. Oh. Madison and I were there on New Year's Eve 2020. Oh, it was beautiful. Um... This is the longest right. I've gone without seeing them in so long, but uh, J.B. Smoove wins. All right, Josh, good versus evil, BTK or Patch Adams? Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Follow your heart. I think I know what your heart is telling you, Josh. <laughs> oh, BTK is just more powerful, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. here's the thing, dude. Patch Adams rocks. He is incredible, but that movie sucks. 
Sure, and but it would be so also, much Also, uh, making laughter is not actually the best medicine. <laughs> that's that's something that we should acknowledge. Uh, medicine is the best medicine. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm talk. pretty bummed because when I discovered the real life Patch Adams was on here, I was like, oh, that's who's gonna win. That's the funniest one. The real life Patch Adams. <laughs> I really thought he would win too, but then he just went up against the unstoppable gaping maw of darkness. <laughs> All right. That is the BTK killer. Well, him or JB Smooth to win this bracket. Here. Two plans. Two yeah. plans <laughs> fighting for the final four here. Wow. You need a villain. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but... There's only one guy who can beat the villain, and that's somebody who makes Larry David look good. <laughs> JB Smooth. JB I love it. it. And it's not that hard for JB Smooth. It like we're talking like uh, Eli against the Patriots level satisfaction. <laughs> All right, Sean, you want to do the uh, the East bracket East, now? Yeah. All right. Um, so okay, our first matchup is we got a plan first. It's Mount St. Mary's versus Texas Southern, and I'm gonna let Josh pick this winner too. Actually, um, so for Mount St. Mary's, it is. Harry A. Slattery, the U.S. Undersecretary of the Interior from 1938 to 1939. What he's known for is uh, the Slattery Plan, which would have settled Jewish refugees from Europe in uh, Alaska. But FDR <laughs> threw it down. But it is basically the basis for the novel The Yiddish Policeman's Union. Mm, okay. Um, the alternate history. Texas Southern... Uh, are represented by Belvin Perry Jr. He is best known for being the judge in the Casey Anthony trial. <laughs> so who who advances, Slattery or Perry? Oh, man. Look, dude. Here's a problem that I'm having. Because if Belvin Perry couldn't beat Casey Anthony... <laughs> um, well, he's who, just the judge. Yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> I, you know, that's true. That's a very good point, though. Judges do a lot to get people, you know. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm withdrawing my, I just said, yeah. It's funny enough, though. His name is super funny, and the Casey Anthony judge is funny enough that this dude might make a run. Belvin Perry, you're moving on. All right. Congratulations, <laughs> Belvin Perry. He's facing number one seed from Michigan. Last year it was H.H. H. Holmes, uh, the devil in the white city himself. Lost in the regional final to eventual champion uh, John Tesh. What I didn't realize when I was compiling these, uh, the University of Michigan is cartoonist U. Now, I almost okay. chose I almost chose uh, a very famous cartoonist local to, to the to California's own uh, Judd Winnick, the cartoonist from the third season of The Real World. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> But instead, I went with Cassie, Kathy Gizwhite, Gizwhite, the creator of Kathy. Oh, dude. Kathy, the creator of Kathy, is your one seed. Facing Belvin Perry Jr., the judge in the Casey Anthony trial. I mean, what a victory for feminism right here, huh? Like, <laughs> when... 
when I think about how much Kathy is going to beat Belvin Perry, it's shocking. Like, when, in that play-in game, Belvin Perry looked like a Cinderella story. But guess what? Mm-hmm. Kathy, her foot fits the slipper. <laughs> Kathy's moving on. What do, you th- what do you think Belvin Perry said when he tried to score in the lane against Kathy? Uh, ack. Yep, I think so, too. <laughs> Um, all right, now we have an 8-9 matchup. It's LSU versus St. Bonaventure. Now, last year, uh, LSU had better than Ezra. Um, they lost to Bing Crosby in round two. I was tempted to take the bass player from be- Better Than Ezra. <laughs> I almost took um, uh, True Detective scribe Nick Pizzolatto. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I went with uh, Bill Conti. Uh, musical composer. His best credit, I would say, is uh, he wrote the song Gonna Fly Now. Which, Josh, you will know is the theme from Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. St. Bonaventure is number nine, and this was a tough one, but I picked Adrian Wojnarowski, slightly edging out St. Bonaventure alumnus Shams Charania. Oh, I heard Shams just tweeted this, uh-huh. uh, that he wasn't picked right after you said <laughs> Yeah. Within seconds. I think the way he does it is he's just drafted every tweet. Like, you know the Tom Brokaw SNL sketch? Oh, yeah. Where it's, yeah. All right, let's record uh, a Charles Ford catch today. Try Fireball Destroys France. Like, he has every tweet, and so... He just has like a system of like an alphanumeric code that immediately tweets that thing. He's a savant is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, which is a shame he's not in this. Uh, but OK, here's the thing. He actually went to Loyola of Chicago. Um, oh, that's really funny. Uh, um, I, you know what? Shams has been very nice to a friend of ours. And I can't say the same for Bill Conti. So I'm going to go with Woj. Well, it's actually Woj. Woj. Yeah. That's what I meant. I meant Woj. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Woj has been nice to a friend of ours, and I can't say the same about Bill Conti. So Woj. <laughs> so Woj bomb, baby. Woj bomb. Um, all right, you're next. We've got a 5-12 matchup. Number five, Colorado versus number 12, Georgetown. And let me just confirm. Yeah, okay. Number five, Colorado. Number 12, Georgetown. Uh, last year, Colorado was represented by Christopher Maloney, who lost to Dan Patrick in round two. Uh, so we had to pick a new representative for Colorado. And I went with Angus T. Jones. Uh, you might know him the as the half, the half man, man yeah. from Two and a Half Men. And he... Uh, he, lo- he left the show, he's a Christian, and he thought that uh, his character's storyline was something he could not get behind because he became very promiscuous. And he said, I'm 17 years old, I can't, I can't act in these storylines. So he quit the show and went to the University of Colorado. And, uh, and then, grew, oh yeah. And he grew a beard befit a man named Angus. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, he, looks like then, a, uh, he looks like a shrewd. <laughs> Now, number 12 is Georgetown, and this was a tough choice. I considered um, America's number one Fugazi fan, Ted uh, Leonsis. Leonsis. Mm-hmm. Um, I considered uh, raconteur Mike Birbiglia. Um, 
Sleepwalker. He would have brought his girlfriend's boyfriend, and that would have been ineligible. Uh, I also really considered Eric Trump. Um, (laughs) But I went with um, Abdullah II bin al-Hussein, the King of Jordan. (laughs) Oh, King of Jordan himself? The King of Jordan, a 12-seed versus Angus T. Jones. A half-man. It's a king... It's a king versus king a half versus man. A half man. <laughs> it's a real David Damn. v. Goliath situation here. I mean, Abdullah, Ab- King Abdullah the second claims mm-hmm. to be a direct descendant of the Prophet Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going up against a guy who was too, I'll say, devout. To hang out with Charlie Sheen or Ashton Kutcher. Do you think that was really a religious thing, though? Or wouldn't you come up with any reason not to hang out with Charlie Sheen and Ashton Kutcher? He was getting three hundred grand an episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's like that's enough. That's the price. Like, yes, I would do it for that. But 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 remember, remember, he never had both at the same time. What if I also had to throw in John Cryer? You're also hanging out with John Cryer. You know what the weirdest thing about this is? Do you know who he was replaced by on that show? Amber Tamlin. That's very weird. That's a strange really weird. The poet? Um, all right, keep going. (laughs) Uh yeah, so so is it is it Joe? Oh my god. Oh is it the king? Hold on. I just found out something that decided this. Angus T. Jones was in an episode of Horace and Pete. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? (laughs) Angus T. Jones quit Two and a Half Men in the year 2015. Mm -hmm. And the very next year, and this is the last thing he's ever been in, was Horace and Pete. Mm. He's not in I Love You, Daddy. He's not. I, re- I regret to inform you. He is not. I love you, Daddy. He is in Georgia the Jungle too, though. Mm, that's cool. Uh, which is similar. Um. Okay, so I gotta say, it's gotta be. It's the king. It's King Abdullah. It's King Abdullah. Uh, nobody that was in Horace and Pete can be in. Uh, I think that's. I think that's a fair rule. Win. They can't. Yeah, I think that. I think that's definitely fair. All right. Uh, Sorry, Alan Arkin or whoever. Alan Alda. <laughs> I can't remember one of the Allens. All right. Uh, now we're looking at a four thirteen matchup. This is Florida State versus number thirteen UNC Greensboro. Um, last time Florida State was represented by Richard Simmons, he lost early. He um, no one knew where he was after halftime. It was weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> And this year, Wait, this year, on. have we found him? <laughs> yes, he released a thing that was like, "Just leave me alone. I'm not missing." <laughs> oh, okay. I like you, I NBR remember. nerds are just like, who knows? Where could he be? And he's like, okay. "I'm at my house." <laughs> okay, good. How long do I have to be in public life? Um, yeah, okay, that makes me happy. But we went, we went another direction this year. This year, Florida State will be represented by Burt Reynolds. Oh, wow. Wow. 
And uh, probably kind of on the other side of this, I would say, uh, from from the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, they're going to be represented by uh, Ben Folds of the Five. Oh, from Moscow Mitch, the guy who wrote Moscow Mitch. <laughs> did you write that? <laughs> yeah, I did, did not know write that. a song called Moscow Mitch. Yeah, did um, Colin Malloy what uh, wine <laughs> on it? <laughs> Moscow Mitch, I and think the ship I went down. I think it's oh, a, I think it's an uh an instrumental. Like he didn't even really write Moscow Mitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that's, that's good. I mean the fewer words, the better. I'm still not happy it happened. Uh, this is a fucking bloodbath. How have you not named a winner yet, Josh? Okay, well, first of all, I'm just having trouble because like. Ben Folds is like a private shame. Like he was probably like my favorite Same, singer dude. until but, I, like, you know, we're of like, that. We're, we're of a certain age and a certain disposition. I don't care. I'm not yeah. ashamed. <laughs> we rock to the suburbs, big yeah, time. Uh-huh. But yeah, dude. I mean, it's Burt Reynolds. I, come on, though. it's it's obviously Burt Reynolds. I I can't. I'm trying to like come up with some sort of argument for Ben Folds, and I'm sorry, dude. Like he's shooting bricks. But like, ooh. <laughs> Burt Reynolds is like, you know, if you're a former coolest man alive, like, you're gonna at least win a round in this tournament, you know what I mean? Yeah, Look, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you, yeah, yeah, you win a round, you know? If, if, Look, if if you're in a P.T. Anderson movie, that gives you a round. If Norm MacDonald uh, is, does your impression, that gives you a round. Mm-hmm. So I think he's moving forward, uh, beyond. He's got a lot of juice. <laughs> this next one is so funny. All right, keep going. All right, uh, <laughs> all right. Your next matchup. This is uh, number six BYU versus number eleven. We got another playing game, uh, so I think we got to deal with that first. Um, Joey, th- this is this is a good one. Um, the plan is Michigan State versus UCLA. Mm-hmm. They were both in the tournament last year. Um, last time, Tom Bodet, uh, the Motel Six guy. <laughs> Lost to Joseph Strauss, the engineer of the Golden Gate Bridge in the Sweet Sixteen. Uh-huh. Joseph Strauss went incredibly far. He last went year. so far. <laughs> Dude, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this year, your nominee from Michigan State. Uh, we had to pick someone who wasn't canceled yet, completely, <laughs> and that's why Michigan State is represented this year by Jackie the Joke Man Martling. <laughs> wow. From the Howard Stern Show. Um, and last year, UCLA was represented by Jim Morrison. He lost to John Tash in the first round. This year, um, we almost picked Travis Kalanick, the founder of Uber, but he dropped out, and this tournament has a no-scabs policy. So your nominee from UCLA is Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Versus Peppers. Jackie the, the- Joke Man Martley. <laughs> The only member of the Chili Peppers to be ejected from a game for cursing out uh, Chris Paul. So it is Martling versus Kiedis. I got one thing to say to you, and it's binga, binga, banga, bong, blow out. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis is moving on. Sorry, whack <laughs> How would he have done? Okay, so uh, so now he, he gets to play in the first round against our sixth seed from BYU. Last year was... Uh, uh, BYU was represented by Neil Labute. Uh-huh. Um, that was a Joey of, choice. Real funny. 
Yeah, uh, I almost author- picked Neil Butte. Also went to one of the schools I had this year, and I almost picked him again as a joke. Yeah, he, he wrote and directed in the company of men. Directed the, the Nicholas Cage Wicker Man. Really terrible guy. Uh, he's a man, though. He's a man. Yeah, he's he's, he's a more, he, he was he went to BYU. He's a man. Uh, so we don't. It, anyway, it's a little less toxic. Hold on, really quickly. If you don't know who Neil Labute is. Just imagine a like a microwaved uh, David Mamet. Like yeah. just yeah, imagine yeah. like whatever the like uh, generic sugar smack uh, cereal that you you know like get in a bag instead of a box version of David mm-hmm. Mamet. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. Right. Um. So that is so. Oh, your matchup instead is a lot more wholesome. The number sixty, the upper center from BYU this year is uh, Don Bluth. Animator Don Bluth, The Aww. Land Before Time, The Secret of Nim, The, the land American Tale, American Tale, Bible Goes West. So he's so going up it, against Kedis. He's going up against. He is going up against Kedis. Kedis versus Bluth. Okay, this is tough as an LA boy. I was going to say your Southern California is going to be showing here. I think. Wait, hold on. Is Don Bluth's brother Mitt Romney? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Mitt Romney's his half cousin because all Mormons are incestuous. Never mind. Okay. Um, his his brother is named Toby Bluth, but uh, he is in his family. Mitt Romney is listed, which is a strike against him. Um, but oh man, he did All Dogs Go to Heaven too. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I mean, all those movies that aren't Disney. Ooh, he did Anastasia. That's not good. Uh, Anastasia. <laughs> do, you, do, you feel like, do you feel like as a socialist, you can't endorse the film Anastasia? That's tough, man. That's really tough. Oof. So, like, Fievel Goes West. Like, there used to be a slide at Universal Studios that, like, was a banana peel. And you were, like, in Fievel World. And it was, like, when I was, like, a little rootin' tootin' buckaroo, I fucking loved that shit. Um, but I gotta honor my L.A. roots mm-hmm. here. And You better do it I, as a scat. Oh, fuck. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God, uh, bing a bing a bang a bong Burbank. Uh, I'm going with fucking uh, Anthony Kiedis. Wow. I can't believe I hate the Chili Willies. <laughs> well, he, he's moving on, baby. He's moving on. I cannot, I cannot allow a person who made a movie that was like, yeah, but what if the czar was good? Like, sorry, dude, I don't care about the czar's child. Uh, Baron Trump, you're allowed to make fun of on Twitter. We're moving on. All right. uh, Our next matchup is number three, Texas versus number 14, Abilene Christian. Uh, Last year, Texas was represented by the Duplass brothers who uh, (laughs) lost in round one. They didn't they didn't do well. Uh, oh really? They, they weird. Just mumbled their way through the game. Um, oh, they didn't try that hard. Oh, yeah. weird. This year, this was a tough one. Uh, I'm, I'm this matchup. I'm taking some people that did not graduate, but I don't care. Um, I almost went with Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I just didn't want him nitpicking our our podcast. So I'm going with uh, Perry Gilpin, aka Roz from Frasier. Mm-hmm. Once had a Detlef Shrimp jersey very prominently on her chair. Big Sonics fan, Perry Gilpin. 
is your nominee. And then 14 is Abilene Christian. Um, if I was picking a graduate, I would have had to pick Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> but luckily, I'm picking this dude who was there for three weeks and got the fuck out of Abilene Christian, Daniel Johnston. Mm. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> outsider <laughs> artist and musician. So Perry Gilpin versus Daniel Johnston. I got to say, dude, first and foremost, Frazier sucks. Everybody that's watching Frasier that is, like, our age or whatever is bored. You're bored. There's better stuff to do. Read a fucking book. You don't need to watch mm-hmm. Frasier. Frasier, not great. Uh, Kelsey Graham, well monster. Monster. Um, David Hyde Pierce I, is great, though. We like him. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a good, it's a good <laughs> show. It just it runs out of gas. They can't get, they can't get, they can't get Niles and uh, Daphne together if the show dies. Look, if you must watch a multi-cam sitcom, like watch Cheers. <laughs> like I, I, I just we have we, we live in the year twenty twenty one. There's so many movies. There's so many other things to watch. <laughs> Frasier has such a um, almost an entirely LGBT cast too. Bulldog, Mahoney, except for Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> the the co-creator of the show Girlfriends on BET. Okay. Anyway, just pick your winner here. We are we are at an hour and not through two brackets. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm gonna fucking uh, take the plane controls away from my dad and crash (laughs) right into Ross from Frazier. Maybe Daniel Johnston's winner. Daniel Johnston. All right. Uh, Number this matchup is seven versus ten. It's UConn versus uh, Maryland. UConn not in the tournament this year. This year they're represented by Tony Todd, the Candyman himself. And number 10, uh, Maryland, uh, last time it was Jim Henson. He made it to the Sweet 16, and then he lost to Jim Jones. That was uh, quite a little bit of an upset there. Uh, the Raven. Yeah, dude, it, it wouldn't have been an upset if he just would have fucking listened to the team trainer and taped his yeah. ankle. Yeah, he, he was just like, ah, this is fine. I don't need to go and warm up. Uh, this year, he's represented. I pulled this I, I pulled this guy off the bench when I saw what was happening. Larry David. Larry David oh, should have boy. faced Tony Todd here. <laughs> All right. So, Josh, right. who's it going to be? I'm making, I'm making a move. I'm making a move. We're not, we're not putting Larry David in here. He can't be, he can't be there if you've got JB Smooth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maryland's going to be represented, represented by David Simon, creator of The Wire, oh, wow. and incredibly good uh, Twitter guy. The, the worst so tweeter got, on earth. The guy that's like you, Tom. your uncrustable fuckitude, my good sir. Yeah, the the best tweeter in the world. I think you're saying right now. Um, yeah, so David Simon, creator of The Wire, versus Tony Todd, the Candyman. Listen up, fuck waffle. You're getting bees or whatever the fuck the Candyman. <laughs> candyman can, dude. The Candyman fucking can. Also, I've heard he's very nice. I don't know from who, but I know like a couple like comics. I think like worked with him in some fashion, and he was like overwhelmingly sweet I'm was sure like Tony Todd is great. Yeah. Also one of the, just, like, um, well they you know how the the uh, Major League Baseball has the like celebrity softball game as part of their all-star festivities. Mm-hmm. 
Tony Todd is has been on that team like 15 times because they just need someone to play a competent shortstop and into like his <laughs> mid 40s. Tony, like he's not hyping. He has no projects that he's promoting. But Tony Todd is just like a regular at that game. A he's, a, he's probably finger. played as many times as like Raleigh Fingers has. <laughs> he's a celeb ringer, dude. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sean, what's the last matchup in the first round? The of last matchup, number two, Alabama versus number 15, Iona, Rick Pitino's team. Um, Alabama was tough. I almost went with Joe Scarborough, um, and I almost <laughs> went with uh, Judge Roy Moore, but uh, he was not allowed to ride his horse to the arena. So we're going with author of Forrest Gump, Winston Groom. <laughs> Winston Groom. And... Uh, there's not a lot of famous people from I- Iona. Um, I didn't want to pick uh, American Pie scribe Don McLean, mm-hmm. uh, the man who is the the man who is killing Roberta Flack softly with his song in "Killing Me Softly." One of the weirdest facts about rock and roll ever. <laughs> no, Iona will be represented by John Gilchrist. Who is John Gilchrist? Well, do you remember those Life cereal commercials? That's Mikey. Oh, John Gilchrist. He likes Mikey it. Life oh. cereal. Yeah, the, that little so boy John, who likes it. So Mikey from Life versus Winston Groom, Mister Gump. Okay, this is tough because these both have to do with like weird Americana and like, uh, oh man, like without Winston Groom. Joey wouldn't have a seething hatred for Tillman Fertitta because there wouldn't be a Bubba Gump Shrimp Company restaurant. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that, but you're completely right. But he, he essentially created the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. He is responsible <laughs> for that. And but here's Oh, wow. Thing. Mikey from the Life Serial ads. Uh-huh. Was like, if I remember correctly, like one of the first people to have like a weird, like, um, urban legend. Like, yeah, did you know that that kid fucking died because he was like, he smoked acid and it, like, like, you know, some weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that's a lot of power. Ooh, but he had in 2012. He uh, had become the director of media sales for the MSG network, which technically makes him an employee of James Dolan, of, of James Dolan, JD yeah. and the straight shot himself of JD. Mikey likes it. Name. Mikey likes all those songs. How many fucking times has James Dolan said, hey, well, let's check if fucking uh, Gilchrist, hey, you like it? <laughs> like, I'm shocked that J- that James Gilchrist or John Gilchrist hasn't shown up to Madison Square Garden with an AK-47. Um, and for that, because he has to work for James Dolan and he isn't responsible for us knowing Tillman Fertitta. Mm-hmm. Because without Bubba Gum Shrimp Company, Tillman wouldn't have the juice to buy the, the rockets. Right. Um, so I got to go with Mikey. Little Mikey himself, John Gilchrist. So he advances. Okay, so let's go through these. Uh, let's finish this bracket out and get a champion. All right, your first uh, matchup right here. Let me just scroll up here. All right, your first matchup uh, in the top regional. You've got 
Uh, number one seed, Kathy Goosewhite versus number nine, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski. Oh, Woj bomb, dude. You're out. You're out, baby. Uh, I got three letters for you, Woj. A C K. You're out, bitch. He's out. He got scooped. Um, all right, your second round matchup. King uh, Abdullah Two Bin Al Hussein, the King of Jordan, versus Burt Reynolds. Oh man, <laughs> the King of Jordan versus the King of Gator. You know, it's like really funny because, like, the King of Jordan like asshole right like any king we want no more kings all kings are bad um so i do envision burt reynolds stone cold stunnering him and then doing the beer dance Mm -hmm. um which is like extra rude in this case um so i'm going with burt reynolds and it's ugly okay uh now we've got your next matchup is anthony kiedis versus daniel johnston Oh my god. This is an 1114. Two outsider artists. Two, <laughs> two authors, vocalists. Dinga uh... dinga dinga don't, <laughs> don't let the sun go down on your grievance, baby. Daniel Johnston with a surprise uses uh his his just hauntingly beautiful uh work and that pump organ uh uh-huh. and just it brings anthony kiedis to tears mm-hmm. if it was flea flea would have won that's what I'll that's say. Nice. yeah 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 all right uh now we got tony todd the candy man versus john kilchrist gilchrist mikey from life <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. The Candyman versus a kid? Uh, I think I'm taking the Candyman. <laughs> All right. The Candyman advances. All right. Uh, Sweet 16 matchups here. Your first one is uh, Kathy versus Burt Reynolds. Wow. Fuck, dude. Like, Femininity versus femininity. Who <laughs> you got? Of, it's, the, it's the battle of the sexes, dude. Oh my god. This okay, remember when I said before that this was the toughest one ever? This is now the toughest one ever because how do you pick between Kathy this and This one's an easy Bert choice Reynolds. for me. Two icons, two icons, Josh. Uh you know what? James Brown was right, dude. This is a man's world. Burt Reynolds is moving on. Oh, see, Burt I would have went Kathy, baby. All right, I now we got but Burt Reynolds is so powerful. <laughs> Uh, a matchup of a very scary man and a man who's literally scared of everything, especially ghosts. Daniel Johnston versus Tony Todd. <laughs> Daniel Johnston finally defeats his demons, dude. <laughs> bye bye, Candyman. Daniel Johnston. All right. On. I gotta say, this is this is a bit of a a perfect matchup in a way too. Uh, your, your regional final is Reynolds Johnston. Burt Reynolds versus Daniel Johnston. So what we're talking now is we're talking about love versus like the the pure love of a child versus the the musky like cedarwood cigar smoked lust of Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. We're talking about oh my god, this is so tough. But you know what, dude? 
Daniel Johnston's going to win. Daniel Johnston in an upset. Daniel right. Johnson, welcome to the final four. Yeah, welcome to the final that, four, Daniel that Johnston. That sets up a JB Smooth Daniel Johnston uh, uh, matchup Matches. in the final four. I'm um, just, I'm really glad he didn't have to face uh, BTK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he would have been able to. Uh, I don't know if he would have been able to. But these are, yeah. I mean, it's strength against strength. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it would have been troubling. But yeah, that's uh, that's the West versus the East. These guys will meet in the Senate House. All right, let's move to the uh, Midwest. All right. This we're starting off hot. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, This is maybe the hardest matchup in this bracket for me personally. It's number 16 Drexel University versus number one, your Illinois fighting alumni uh, alumni. Uh, at number one for now, Illinois. Last year for Illinois. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. Last year, Shell Silverstein of Illinois lost in the Sweet 16 to Tom Arnold. Yep. And this year, <laughs> coming in hot for Illinois, is uh, Connor Roy himself, Alan Ruck, baby. Wow. <laughs> uh, Cameron from Cameron. Cameron. Cameron uh, from tourist from Speed. Yep. Finn <laughs> City's own. Finn City's Alan own, Alan Ruck. Uh, Ruck. But. Unfortunately for Ruck, I'm glad I don't have to choose because I think number 16 is my favorite person I've found in this entire thing. Uh, Drexel wow. University. I could have went with famous liar Chuck Barris, the host of the Gong Show, <laughs> but I did not. Well, famous spy. <laughs> Chuck Barris uh, went to Drexel, but I went with Dorcas Riley, who... Uh, Worked for the in the test kitchen for the Campbell's for Campbell's soup for years, popularized the sloppy Joe and tuna noodle cas- tuna noodle casserole, but more importantly, invented the green bean casserole, baby. Dorcas oh, Riley, yeah. green bean casserole versus Alan Ruck Connor Roy himself. I'm not sure I've ever had a green bean casserole. Sean, you need to go directly to prison. <laughs> Like, I literally, I believe that I should be abolished except to deport you out of the country of America. I even like green beans. (laughs) Green bean casserole is like, the the green bean casserole and the sloppy joe are like the two most like mid-century Americana dishes of all time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely don't care for sloppy joes. The ones I have had. But does culture, does culture, and I think the answer is yes. I think Dorcas Riley's taken this I, one. I think that's the right choice. It's hard for me because I love me some Ruck, but. I love me some Ruck, but guess what, dude? He's a lovable loser. Yep. <laughs> Good point. All right. So moving late on. Dorcas Riley, R.I.P. Uh, moving on to our 8-9 uh, matchup here. We have. The Loyola University of Chicago uh, versus, oh, uh, who's nine? I forgot to write that down. Uh, Georgia oh. Tech. Oh, it's, yeah, sorry. Yes. This is one of the weirder matchups I got for you here, Josh. Uh, oh, right. Number nine from uh, Georgia Tech, 
You're going up with uh, J. Paul Reigns, the CEO of Meme Stock GameStop, baby. The CEO oh, of GameStop, Diamond Hands himself, J. Paul Reigns. Versus number eight for the Loyola University of Chicago. I could have went Bob Newhart. I could have went James Eha. But instead, I went with Leslie David Baker. That's right, Stanley from The Office versus the CEO of GameStop. <laughs> oh, but oh, he is—he is not current. He's the—he is uh, deceased right now. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, what? He, he, well, he—he he, was—he's the CEO who passed away in 2018. Yes, the dead CEO still- of GameStop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, and he is not the Jay Paul Reigns who was in the Santa Claus Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> I wish it was that one. The year is 2003. Mm-hmm. Right? You get two gigs in TV. Mm-hmm. What two gigs do you want? Because the two that I want are Malcolm in the Middle and Scrubs. Mm-hmm. And I want that to launch me into... Just never having to pay for anything ever again. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that a dude broke when he was in his 50s. Yep. He was always great in the office. He seems like a real nice guy. And quite frankly, GameStop before recently, oh, kind of going down the tubes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep, I'm not yep. sure why that guy died, but it might be because he <laughs> fucked up. Uh, so we're going with Leslie David Baker, who does have a serial killer name, but is a delightful person. You know, he used to be a special ed teacher. And for some Aww. reason, teachers in human service administrations from the Spurtis Institute for Jewish Learning and Leadership <laughs> in Chicago. Oh, yes. Burtis. All right. That brings us to number five, Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Versus number 12, Oregon State. All right. Coming in for Tennessee, it's a California icon. Uh, the host of PBS's California Gold, Huel Hauser. Wow. Versus number 12, Oregon State. A man named Pinto Colvig, who was the first voice of Goofy, the voice of Bluto from Popeye, and the first ever Bozo the Clown. What, okay. What's his name again? Pinto Colvig. Okay, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you look at his Wikipedia, it says, whose shtick was playing the clarinet off-key while mugging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy used to actually be so much better than it is now. That's so much You know much what was funnier. really weird? Uh, do you know what auto-completed when I typed in Pinto Colvig, too? The first what? choice was Pinto Colvig Grave. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, um <laughs> So here I believe I believe I believe Pinto Colvig's son is the first uh Bozo the Clown though. I looked it up. It was it was not. It's Pinto it's the Pinto Colvig. Yeah, he was I the watched him Bozo. on you I watched it on YouTube. Do I watched him doing Bozo the Clown on YouTube before while well, I was Oh, you're this. right. You're right. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh I'm wrong. <laughs> His son did also play Bozo the Clown, but yeah. yes, you're you're correct. 
Oh boy. Okay. He also voiced a munchkin in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so who who is Pinto up against? Huel oh, Hauser. Hauser. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So here's the thing, man. You've got like uh God, I just turned into like Joe Biden. Alright, here's the thing, Jack. Here's fucking here's the thing, man. Uh you got like a real a you have the guy who voiced Goofy and you have actual Goofy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Huel Hauser. Alright. Huel Hauser wins, and here's why. If you replaced every single character that Pinto Kolvig voiced with Huel Hauser, mm-hmm. it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just imagine Goofy being like Hey, Mickey, why aren't you wearing any shirts? What's going on? Hey, what is... So you're a mouse, but you live inside. You can drive an automobile? Tell me how. That's spectacular. That would be incredible. Um, Oh, my God. Can you imagine Yule Hauser having a dead son? Or, excuse me, a dead wife whose son then befriends Polly Shore? Like, (laughs) come on, dude. Yule Hauser. All right. That brings us to number four, Oklahoma State. Versus number uh, Oklahoma. Th- oh, sorry. Uh, no, number four is Oklahoma State. Are they? Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at the hey, bracket I'm, right now. I, I'm gonna steal your girlfriend. You're right. I'm Don't sorry. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's oh, it's number four Oklahoma State versus number thirteen Liberty University. And here's what I'm gonna say. For the sake of this exercise, NCAA, please stop picking Liberty because it is. No famous people have gone there. It's not a real college. It's a real bummer to think about. Anyway. Yeah, last year, puppeteer Terry Fator Mm -hmm. lost in round one to Jimmy Wales, founder of Wikipedia. The dude's got his own fucking theater at the fucking Mandalay Bay. (laughs) It takes a lot to get there. That's all I'm saying. Well, this year, Liberty University is trotting out Gene Dumanian. A person famous for being <laughs> bad at uh, producing Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but she's going up against Oklahoma State number four, Garth Brooks. Now, before you choose anyone, I have to tell you, Chris Gaines did not attend Oklahoma State. It's just Garth Brooks. Chris Gaines has his own separate uh, biography, and it does not include attending the Oklahoma State University. Did Chris Gaines go to college? Uh, it's an excellent question. I'll check that right now while you talk yourself through this. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, not only did Gene Dumanian um, very famously destroy SNL between <laughs> November 1980 and March 1981, um, a person who makes America go, you know, we need Lorne Michaels, <laughs> uh, which is horrifying. But not only did that happen, but she also uh, produced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Woody Allen films. Oh. All, all after 1994. Mm-hmm. So we're talking all the bad ones. <laughs> Mighty Aphrodite. Uh, Fucking celebrity, small time crooks. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, the cursed 
uh, during the curse of the jade scorpion in the middle of filming she abruptly announced that um he had 48 hours to find other alternate filming for the film so he she just sort of uh fucked Woody Allen pretty hard in the middle of filming The Curse of the Jade mm-hmm. Scorpion, which is pretty tight. Um, oh, uh, I'm looking it up here. According to uh, the behind the music of Chris Gaines, he was uh, in like a uh, almost a boy band. So I believe Chris Gaines did not attend college. Okay. Good for Chris Gaines. Yeah. Another <laughs> thing that he and I have in common. <laughs> um, so... Who is uh, Gene Dumanian up against? Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. Oh God, yeah, dude, Garth Brooks. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm I don't know why you're talking Garth yourself Brooks. through this. This, well, this was an easy one. <laughs> yeah, this one's really. Easy. It's Garth Brooks. All right. Uh, oh, to be to be fair, I did have to vamp long enough for you to figure it's out true. that Chris Gaines. Yeah. Go to <laughs> All right, number six, San Diego State versus number eleven, Syracuse. Sean, who went up for Syracuse last year? Do you know? Uh, I don't believe Syracuse was oh, in it missed last the tournament. Year. How weird! Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not in it. But San Diego State was represented by uh, the San Diego Chicken yeah. himself. Uh, mm-hmm. His real name, to, to, re- to respect him, Ted Gianulis, mm-hmm. uh, the San Diego Chicken. He lost to Gary Shanling in round two. I wanted to pick Ted Gianulis because there weren't a lot of great choices for San Diego State. I Ex- kind of love that he accidentally took this job and then did it for four years. Mm -hmm. But I will say something I learned made a lot of sense about something once I learned it here. Uh, Really quickly, wait, just to interrupt, I just had a vivid memory of a time where Sean, we, like Sean, Joey, and I collaborated on trying to pitch Grantland a 30 for 30 mini about the San Diego chicken. Yes. Um, In like 2012. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All Uh, right. Anyway, go on. I just, I was just like visited by a ghost. (laughs) So, uh, they did not take it, of course, but, um, something that made a lot of sense to me that I never understood. Sean, Josh, have you ever wondered why is Jack in the box? So weird. Their menu. Like, why is it tacos? Why is it breakfast all day? What is going on? And you know why? It's because it was created by an alumni of San Diego State, Robert (laughs) O. Peterson. (laughs) That's right. The founder of Jack in the Box, Robert O. Peterson, is going up against number 11, Syracuse. This is the only fictional character I have on my list this year. (laughs) Uh, He's going up against Rachel from Friends. Wow. Wow. Rachel Green. Rachel Green from Friends. Not Jennifer Aniston, the character Rachel Green from Friends, versus the founder of Jack in the Box, Robert O. Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. So did you know that Jack in the Box was originally called Topsies? No. <laughs> that That's rules. also what the original name of the Rachel was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh boy. You know, I, I've, I've, if, if you can imagine how much I hate Frasier, just try to think about how much I hate friends. Mm -hmm. So I don't care that Robert Oscar Peterson 
even though he died before mad cow disease, mm-hmm. probably had something to do with <laughs> mad cow disease. That doesn't matter because mad cow disease is better for America than the show Friends. <laughs> Robert O. Peterson. All right. All right. Now it's number three, West Virginia versus number 14, Moorhead State. I got to tell you, this is another villain round. Uh, yes. You know I love the villain rounds. Yeah, for number 14, Moorhead State, we've got Chuck Woolery. Uh, <laughs> the catheter salesman? Friend of, friend of Tom. Friend yeah. of Tom. Friend of Tom, the catheter salesman. Uh, uh, weird. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be at the uh, RNC until the day he dies. Versus... I think he probably, how does he pay recruits under the table to try to get him to go to Moorhead State, Joey? <laughs> Uh, in he pays on one, two, three, four, five hundred dollars. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Chuck. Wool- joke. Um- <laughs> Chuck Woolery versus number three from West Virginia, the greatest television pitchman of all time, Billy Mays. Okay, so this is you're talking about Chuck Woolery, mm-hmm. like Donald Trump. Or Eric Trump. Yeah. <laughs> versus, versus fucking OxyClean. Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know who wins? Hunter Biden. Billy Mays here, and he's gonna fucking win. He's moving on. I, I can't, I can't argue with that at no, all. No, nope. All right, number seven, Clemson versus number 10, Rutgers. We've got a musical round, Josh. Oh, I Ooh. love it. All right, so number 10, Rutgers. It's the entire band Looking Glass who wrote the song, <laughs> The One Hit Wonder, Brandy, Brandy, of course. Everyone knows Brandy. She's a fine girl, but not as fine as the sea. Looking Glass's yeah. first love. Versus... Okay, so first of all, Brandy is like the first weird Twitter thing. Like, like the first ever, like, yeah, I love you, but not as much as the ocean. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Okay, go on. Versus number seven, Clemson from the band Creed lead guitarist, Mark Tremonti. Now, before you name a winner, <laughs> I just want to let you know. That Mark Tremonti was named Guitarist of the Year three consecutive years by Guitar World magazine. Also, he won multiple Grammy Awards. Did not graduate, though, from Clemson University. Oh, man. He also wrote a metal rock opera called A Dying Machine. (laughs) Oh, man. He was also uh, in... All, all I was, or he was in after Alter Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you tell me, like, wait, the Mark Tremonti from Alter from Bridge? Tremonti. His band is called oh. Tremonti now. So did he leave because they were too Christian? Oh, so yeah, he's like Roman Catholic. He's not even fucking Christian. He was just working at Chili's, and he was like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, Mark Tremonti was in a band with Burt Kreischer. Sorry, dude, you're gonna lose. <laughs> All right, Looking Glass, Rutgers takes the lead. Wow. Uh, All right. And then we have one final, final round here. Number two, Houston versus number... Kenny Rogers lost Mm -hmm. in round two to puppeteer Jeff Dunham. Versus number 15, (laughs) Cleveland State. This one is gonna be a fucking route. I'm telling you right now. Uh, Number 15, Cleveland State. 
Not a lot of notable alumni. So unnotable, in fact, I had to go with Scott Robb, who, uh... Oh, the author of The Horror of Akron. <laughs> yeah, a, a man <laughs> from Akron who, when LeBron James let... A sports writer who, from Akron, who, when LeBron James left to go to Miami, wrote a book called The Whore of Akron about LeBron James... And then had to uh, write a bunch of sniveling apologies when he came back to the Cavaliers. Uh, uh why? <laughs> Versus, uh, number two, Houston, a man who carries a picture of burnt toast in his wallet. Oh, uh, boy. A man who's Final Four affiliated. That's right, Jim Nance versus Scott Robb. It's a wow. sports round. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you who didn't listen to my short-lived podcast that I had to delete once I started being a political operative because it was too stupid, uh, and everybody would have, uh, because we ranked which mascots we'd fuck, because mm-hmm. uh, me and Stavros from Come Town ranked which mascots we'd fuck, so I had to delete it. But there was an episode, a beautiful episode, wherein... Uh, Brendan McGowan, friend of the show, mm-hmm. um, and I went through a and it, this clip does exist on YouTube still. That it's like one of the only pieces of this podcast that exists. It, it look on YouTube, Josh Jodrowski, Brendan McGowan, Jim Nance, and you'll hear a story. Uh, us try to break down. Jim Nance likes his toast so burnt, mm-hmm. and he talks about it so often at restaurants that his wife who in an act of pure malice be- or or honestly like because she hates him and values her time um printed out a picture of black toast of just completely ash toast mm-hmm. laminated it and put it in his wallet so he'd shut the fuck up mm-hmm. um and that is power jim nance you're moving yeah, on i had a feeling um, all right, let's burn through these. Uh, Scott Rabb also has a tattoo of Chief Wahoo on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, of oh, course he does. Boy. Um, he does. He's the only person who doesn't score a single point. <laughs> all right. Josh, Dorcas Riley, the, Dorcas Riley, the inventor of the green bean casserole, or Stanley from The Office. Oh, fuck. Both two. Two American two icons. What, two American comfort food icons. Yeah. Uh, two American comfort foods. I mm-hmm. mean, Stanley is the comfort food of the comfort food in the office, but the green bean casserole is my, it's my comfort food on the Thanksgiving plate yep. or, you know, in the Thanksgiving spread. I got to go with Dorcas. Her name puts it over the top. Mm-hmm. Our, good, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Huel Hauser or Garth Brooks. Oh, easy. Heel Hauser. Oh, man. All right. Here we go. Easy. That'd be a weird fun. Say, um, say <laughs> what? Now, now, now you're telling me you have, uh, you shaved off your entire beard except for just the part on your chin and you call it a soul patch? What is that? All right. Uh, the founder of Jack in the Box or Billy Mays. It's a business round. Billy Mays, dude. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> he cleans up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, this is the weirdest matchup. <laughs> Looking Glass or Jim Nance? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're at the part in the slumber party where someone says the word toast and everybody giggles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Oh boy, 
you know, dude, Brandy's a really good song. It's a and really it's, good and song. And fuck Jim Nance. <laughs> he's not even the best uh, of his own announcing crews. Mm-hmm. So Brandy or Looking Glass. Looking Glass, you're moving on. Uh, Sean, you're what? going to have to look at the man in the mirror because Jim Nance has been defeated by Looking Glass. That's I, how Jim Nance I was just going to ask you to do that. Oh, All right. oh. <laughs> Uh, well, at least he could to put a tie on himself this time. <laughs> All right. Dorcas Riley, the inventor of green bean casserole, or Huel Hauser. Fuck. You're telling me you take cream of mushroom soup <laughs> for a green bean casserole? That's crazy. Huel Hauser. Oh, man. I thought I had I thought I had the winner with the green bean casserole, but here we go. All right. Billy Mazer looking class. This is insane. Both of these guys made it so much further than either of them should, mm-hmm. but Billy Mays wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mays Hauser to see who's going yeah, to the final That four. seems like a real same-same you went here. Huel Hauser or Billy Mays? But here's the thing. They're both, they represent, like, they're, they're pitchmen, but Huel Hauser is a pitchman for California. Mm-hmm. and. His joy is not cocaine fueled, from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. So I'm going. Huel Hauser right. is making it to the final four. Wow. A very local Hauser. choice. All right. Uh, Huel Hauser cool. joins Daniel Johnston and JB Smoove in the final four. Uh, let's do. Never watch California's Gold before. If you do not live in California and you're listening to this, and you've never watched California's Gold, just put on. That and then listen to the James Adomian version from early Comedy Death Ray back when it was still Comedy Death Ray. Mm-hmm. It's it, it it's perfect. All right, Sean. All right, uh, our final the bracket. Region. The South. All right. Uh, number one, our matchup is Baylor versus Hartford. Last time, Jeff Dunham, a puppeteer comedian, somehow made it to the regional final when he was defeated by Kim Deal. Um, this year, I thought about picking uh, Rand Paul, one of the one of the only senators with courage, but um, I thought he would be too injured from his neighbor beating him up. So I went with uh, Silence of the Lambs author Thomas Harris. Wow. He also wrote Black Sunday, a book about some terrorists. Uh, blowing up the Goodyear blimp at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I read it. That book has a lot of sex in it, which I didn't realize when I was 12 years old. <laughs> uh, and and number 16 is Hartford. Hartford, not a lot of choices. I went with Jonathan Lee Iverson. And Jonathan Lee Iverson, he is the first African-American ringmaster of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. So oh, he dude, broke, he so broke cool. the... Uh, he broke the uh, cream pie barrier, I believe it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my god! Thomas Harris or Jonathan Lee Iverson? The the Jackie Robinson of WC Fields. This is incredible. <laughs> I, we got to go with Jonathan Lee Iverson. I want to see what he does in this tournament. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Probably some tricks. I'm guessing. Um, all right, North Carolina was not in it last year, which is strange. Uh, you're represent. Oh, sorry, eight nine. This is North Carolina versus Wisconsin. Uh, number eight from North Carolina. It's um Richard Kern, the photographer for Vice Magazine and host of uh, Shot by Kern uh, on on early 
late 2000s videos. You're familiar with Richard Kern, right, guys? He's like he's like the thinking man's Terry Richardson, and he's not <laughs> yes. actually a sex criminal, I think. Sure. He's just, but he's he's so horny. <laughs> yeah. But he like, but he understands consent, I think. Um, okay. And then we have Wisconsin. Last time, uh, it was the Zucker brothers who lost to Jimmy Wells. This year, uh, Wisconsin's gonna be represented by progressive icon Robert La Follette. Um, an advocate uh, for the direct election of senators, taking away the power, some of the power of corrupt state legislatures. Uh, also a champion of the initiative process on the state level. Also had a nervous breakdown during a speech in 1912, probably drunk, pr- possibly upset that his daughter had to have a surgery, uh, but but melted down for a really long time in Philadelphia. And, and honestly, who hasn't been there? So Richard Kern of Shot by Kern, or Robert LaFollette, muckraking politician of the early 20s. So here's the thing. When you, like, there are movies that will, like, uh, mention another movie in the movie, and you're always like, ooh, careful, because the movie you're mentioning is better than your movie, and now we're all remembering that movie. Uh When you said Richard Kern, I first thought Richard Karn, Al <laughs> Borland from Tool Time, and uh, and then I thought Richard Kind, possibly the right. best American character actor, and that's a bummer that there's two guys <laughs> who basically have your name who are better. And trust me, I know what that's like because the fat Jew's real name is Josh Ostrovsky, so I know what it's like to be in Richard Kern's boat. Um, but I gotta go with Fighting Bob. <laughs> Uh, Robert Marion LaFollette Sr. One of one of the one, a true American great, I'll say. Yeah. Um, all right. The next one is um, number five Villanova versus number twelve Winthrop. Now, last time uh, Villanova was represented by Bradley Cooper. He went down on the first round to Scoop B. And this year, I'm going to bring some civility back to the NCAA tournament. I'm going to bring back a love of Christmas and I'm going to bring back an American born non dirty, disgusting immigrant stealing our first lady's jobs. It's Dr. Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden representing Villanova. Um, and we have to, we have her title Dr. Jill Biden. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Cause she is formerly, a real formerly the second lady. Now she's the, First lady. Um, and Winthrop last year, uh, represented by Andy McDowell, also went down to uh, the Jeff Dunham steamroller <laughs> taken Jeff out Dunham by Ahmed so the far? Dead Terrorist. <laughs> Chris Garcia loved Jeff Dunham last year. I mean, congrats, look, congratulations. He's very successful. Um, and this year, look, I'll tell you this. There are not a ton of choices among the Winthrop alumni. I picked Matthew Cordell, the Caldecott medal-winning children's illustrator who won in 2018 for a book called Wolf in the Snow, um, which has hurt my chances of publishing my Bell and Sebastian-themed children's book, Fox in the Snow. But you know what? That's fine. So is it Dr. Jill Biden or is it Matthew Cordell, children's illustrator? Does Matthew Cordell ever call himself Dr. Matthew Cordell? (laughs) 
I, I, probably not. I couldn't. There's not a ton of information about him. Here's what I'll say: Doctor Pepper was more of a real doctor than Doctor Jill Biden. Uh, so I'm going with Wolf in the Snow himself, Matthew Cordell, in an upset because Jill Biden has never done anything, and every time she's on Jeopardy, I get upset. Which she goes on Jeopardy? Wow. She goes on Jeopardy yes. way too much. Jeopardy, by the way, like I love Jeopardy. But, like, every other episode has, like, the CIA or the IDF or Jill Biden. It, uh -huh. it bums me out. It bums me out. Didn't she work with, like, troubled teens at a psychiatric hospital? <clears throat> Don't care. All right, keep going, Sean. Right. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm not afraid of a powerful woman. Um, all right, number four. <laughs> it's, it's number four, Purdue versus 13, North Texas Purdue is represented this year. Uh, they're the number four seed. They are being represented this year by Robert C. Baker. He is the inventor of the chicken nugget. Whoa. Pretty much an American hero right Whoa. there. Um, and, you know, I'm, I, I am going with um, this was close. Actually, North Texas last year, it was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He made it all the way to the Elite Eight, but he couldn't get past David Angel, the creator of Wings, who died in 9-11. <laughs> so this year, I thought about I thought about going with Thomas Hayden. I thought about going with Bobby Fuller uh, from the Bobby Fuller 4. I almost went with Don Henley, but I got a little bit sick to my stomach just thinking about it. And so your choice for North Texas this year is actor Joe Don Baker, the star of Walking Tall. <laughs> I played real-life Tennessee Sheriff Buford Pusser. Uh, he also was in uh, The Chief in Fletch. He's also in Cape Fear as a uh, kind of scummy detective. Also, Carol O'Connor's replacement on In the Heat of the Night. Mm -hmm. And he's the bad guy in The Living Daylights. Joe Don Baker versus... Robert C. Baker, uh, the inventor of the chicken nugget. Who's the winner? So I was going to say that it's that we're talking about a great American bake-off right here. Uh, Robert mm. C. Baker and Joe Don Baker. Uh, but I, I was initially going to be like, oh, well, it's Robert C. Baker in a blowout. But the very last line of his Wikipedia, it changes a lot for me. Which one? Can it's, yeah, yeah, it's please. the very last line in his Wikipedia above references. For Joe Don or Robert? <laughs> Which Robert Baker? Baker. Okay. Robert Baker. And that sentence, uh, can one of you read it? Because it makes me physically ill. Uh, yep, give me one second. Pulling it up. Uh, the last line above references? In Robert C. Baker's. Okay. In the Netflix series Bill Nye Saves the World... Baker is portrayed by actor Michael Ian Black in the Angry Loose! Scientist section of you season lose! three, episode four. Bye-bye. <laughs> Out of here. Can't have it. Can't have it. I mean, that's not his fault. Isn't it? He, I mean, he, he died in 2006. <laughs> yeah. Well, he died on the court as well because wow. he was right. portrayed by actor Michael Ian Black. I think he should have won. Wow. <laughs> Look, I love Joe Don Baker. Don't get me wrong, but that one. I don't. Hey, look, look. 
Blame who uh, wrote uh, the Robert C. Baker's Wikipedia page, not me. Michael Ann Black's always been a perfect gentleman to me in our collaborations. Uh, I just wish he was not on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I'll, I'll work with you again, Michael. <laughs> just uh, you don't have my number because we're not really that close. But uh, wrote you some zingers back in 2014. Uh, Dude, uh, I mean, it, for a sitcom, I'm not writing his act. I'm not calm down. Sean, keep going. On a sitcom keep I work going. On. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, number six, we got Texas Tech versus number eleven Utah State. Uh, I'm going to give Texas Tech first. Last year, last time it was Frass, Freddie Deeb, couldn't get past Gary Webb. This year, uh, your representative is Nolan Bushnell, who founded both Atari and Chuck E. Cheese. Holy shit. Whoa. And the thing is, I'm not sure he's going to get out of this round. <laughs> because your representative from number six, Texas Tech, is John Hinckley Jr., who shot Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Given God. Who's, uh, I mean, he's one of the 50 men who changed America, but then John Hinckley's one of the top one men who shot Ronald Reagan. So, oh, uh, yeah, but, but somehow he went from Atari to Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater. Oh, he actually created it originally and then bought it back after Atari started doing better. And the idea was it would become a distribution center for Atari games. Okay. So, like, intangibles, right? Like, we're talking about a guy who not only created Pitfall or whatever, but also invented the idea of a robot band that sings you happy birthday. Mm -hmm. That's, like... The only thing more American than a robot band singing you happy birthday is trying to murder Ronald Reagan. And so with that, because we are running low on time, I will say John Hinckley Jr., American hero, is my new favorite for the rest of this uh, match. We're going to see what happens, but he's number one with a bullet. Okay. All right, uh, next we've got number three, Arkansas versus number 14, Colgate. These were both easy choices. Number three, Arkansas will be represented by former NFL broadcaster Pat Summerall, John <laughs> Madden's life partner. Uh, just a man. I don't need to talk anymore about Pat Summerall. Big drinker. Uh, delightful guy. Um, number 14, Colgate is going to be responsible. Look. They're officially called Broken Lizard, but does anyone think of them as anything other than the Super Troopers? <laughs> I don't think so. So your matchup is Pat Summerall versus the Super Troopers. <laughs> I mean, poor Pat. Poor Pat. Like, first he's got to be big-timed by, you know, Tron Madden. Uh, and now, I mean, you know he's going to get pranked. You know how many times he's going to get pranked. Poor Pat Summerall. He's all he wanted to do was be Vin Scully, but he couldn't do it. He's getting fucking. He's getting super troops, dude. He's well, out of I, here. Uh, These I, super troopers. I firmly disagree with you good. there. <laughs> the super troopers are the only cops that are good. Uh, those that you know what I gotta say. I've met three of the super troopers. Delights. Delights. Wow, Sean, you, Sean, you're really uh, 
name dropping how you've met so many uh, sketch comedy uh, legends <laughs> this episode. I just don't, I just don't, don't want to, you know, I don't know. I mean, look, who doesn't like the Super Troopers? Come on. What if Jay Kendrick is listening? I haven't met him, really. He was a little busier than the other guys. Um, My roommate ran the uh, uh, whatever go whatever their campaign to fund Super Troopers Two. My my roommate worked on. Anyway, the big name dropping there. All right, number seven is Florida. Number seven, Florida versus number ten, Virginia Tech. I'm going to do Virginia Tech first. There were a lot of choices. I almost went with Watergate burglar Frank Sturgis, possible. Involvement in the Kennedy assassination. He definitely definite trained the Contras. Yeah, and then involvement. I think he was one of the three tramps on the grassy knoll. Um, he assassinated the president of Portugal once. Uh, but I got too grossed out by this guy, so I'm going with uh, Hoda Kobe from from the Today Show, Kathy Lee's life partner. <laughs> and uh, Florida last year, Bob Vila. I thought Bob Vila might go all the way until he got. He beat. He got beat by Gary Webb in the regional final this year. I'm going to pick uh, go a little bit of a different direction from Bob Vila. Uh, Florida is going to be represented by Aaron Hernandez. You've got Aaron Hernandez versus Hoda from the Today Show. Oh man, I really wish you would have picked Frank Sturgis because Frank Sturgis would have beaten both of them. That guy knows how to win. You know what I mean. Um, also, uh, I do subscribe to the theory that Watergate was beyond a limited hangout. It was to get Nixon out of the way. That's why those CIA guys that, that successfully murdered John Kennedy couldn't break into a fucking hotel without getting caught. Um, enough about my, uh, very important thoughts on, uh, the Kennedy assassination. Folks, Aaron Hernandez is... Oh, you know, he's a guy that really goes out and gets it in in, along with uh, our good friend, Frank Sturgis. Uh, But but has he ever uh, been wine drunk at 10 a.m.? Burglar Frank Sturgis. Yeah. (laughs) Is it Watergate burglar Frank Sturgis? Because if it's Watergate Watergate burglar Frank Sturgis, you can pick Sturgis. Okay, Frank Sturgis. He's got he's got Aaron Hernandez in his sights. The only way that you stop a bad guy with a gun is with an even worse guy with a gun. <laughs> Frank Sturgis wins. All right. Uh, your final matchup is number two, Ohio State versus number 15, Oral Roberts. I saved my fictional character selection here. Your your representative from Oral Roberts is Ned Flanders of Springfield. Uh, Homer Simpson's neighbor, surprisingly buff, uh, widower. Paramore of uh, Edna Krabappel. He feels like he's wearing nothing death. at all. He Not might be. All. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Flanders? Flanders dated Krabappel? Yeah, and then and then they had to. They took Krabappel off the show when Wallace died. So I think he's been twice widowed. And now you got to start asking questions. I think. Uh, okay, and number that two, religious. Ohio State. Yeah. Last time Kim Deal went to the final against John Tesh. This year, a little bit of a different direction. Ohio State will be represented by Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes, he 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 left early. He left after one quarter with a .45 GPA, but he's still listed in the notable alumni section on Ohio State's Wikipedia page. So 
Jeffrey Dahmer versus Ned Flanders. The Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> All right, you've got you've got some spicy matchups here. I gotta say, uh, in round two, your first round two matchup is uh, Jonathan Lee Iverson, the first African American ringmaster, versus Fighting Bob Robert LaFollette. Oh, you know, look, John, John boy, uh, John A. Uh, I understand that you shared a stage with Lou Rawls. I understand that you shared a stage with Ronald Reagan, but there's another competitor who shared a stage with Ronald Reagan and fucking did something about it. You know what I mean? We're going fighting Bob. All right. Fighting Bob. There we go. All right. Uh, your next matchup is from Winthrop uh, illustrator, Matthew Cordell versus from North Texas, Joe Don Baker. Oh, Joe Don Baker, and it's not even close. Right. Your next one from Texas Tech, John Hinckley Jr. versus number 14, the Super Troopers. <laughs> Cue up Ice T, baby. We got some cop killers. Uh, John Hinckley. John Hinckley. And then uh, your final round two matchup. This is uh, quite a battle. Watergate burglar Frank Sturgis versus serial killer slash cannibal Jeffrey Dahmer from the Ohio State University. Um, so remember in the social network when Sean Parker goes, you know, you, you want to make a million dollars? You know, it's cool making a billion dollars. Yeah. Killing people's cool. You know, what's really cool. Killing presidents. Frank Sturgis. Frank Sturgis. Okay. Dahmer. Uh, all right. Your, your, your first Sweet 16 matchup, Robert LaFollette versus Joe Don Baker. Oh, baby. Fighting Bob. Fighting Bob all the way. Fighting Bob going to the Elite Eight. And now you've got quite a match here in the other half of the Sweet 16. You've got John Hinckley Jr. versus Frank Sturgis. Some presidential killers. So two people that have killed presidents, but only one well, of them did well, it for the well, right hold on. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, or, no. John Hinckley Jr. did not kill a president. <laughs> Excuse me. Two people that shot presidents. Yes, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll oh, allow that. Boy. Oh, boy. Uh, this is tough. This is a toughie. Fuck. I mean, okay. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Is Jodie Foster there? <laughs> yeah, she's there. John Hinckley Jr. wins. <laughs> John Hinckley Jr. All right. And your final. Who's going to the final four? Will it be John Hinckley Jr. or Robert LaFollette? Okay, so Robert LaFollette did a lot of good for a lot of people, mm -hmm. but he never shot Ronald Reagan. <laughs> so I think the answer has to be John Hinckley Jr. John Hinckley Jr. reaching the final four, which gives us a final four. Your first matchup will be J.B. Smoove versus outsider musician Daniel Johnston. Uh, when the Midwest plays the South, it will be... Uh, Sorry, I had it's it. It's right Hauser versus John Hinckley Jr. Hauser versus John Hinckley Jr. Again, it's a we've ended up with a weird Final Four, mm -hmm. and but you know Is what? It That's, we did it scientifically. Thank you. There's nothing weird about progress. 
And uh, congratulations, Todd McFarlane, on graduating out of the Final Four. He's no longer allowed in. All right. That's been our episode. Josh, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, get involved in local politics wherever you live. Cool. Uh, Sean, anything you want to plug? I'm doing a Zoom show on Friday nights from 7 to 8 called Self-Care Comedy. And the lineups have been really good. So check them out. Uh, who's on it this week? Who's on it this week? What a great question, Joey. Um, let me get that right now. I took too many pictures. All right. It, this oh, it's a great lineup. Uh, Shalua Sharp, Lori Kilmartin, Ooh, and so funny. Josh Gondelman. Josh Gondelman, baby. So I'm funny. Make him what, a what a great, what a great show. That's a really good lineup, right? That's a really good lineup. All three of those people are fucking destroyers. And yeah, Shalula is really funny. You may not know who she is, but she is super funny too. She's Just so funny. three for three for goddamn three. And Lori Kilmartin's like an all timer. So. And then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where I'm, on March 12th I tweeted. I'm taking a bath so I don't keep going for snacks in the pantry. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, vote for... You, Go ahead. You'd think at this point that his COVID, like, would be getting... Like, his, his quarantine would be getting better. But it's getting <laughs> worse. It's getting more dire. Uh, He's going to be a father, Josh. Oh, right. Of course. Um, Is, what if his wife gives birth to a scorpion? Oh, man, I read the wrong one, too. Hold on. On March 13th, he tweeted, Can't wait to watch Grand Canyon University men's basketball tonight in the <laughs> WAC championship. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Do you think? Wow. I, he must be listening to the podcast, right? <laughs> um, Trust the process. And uh, the pro- oh, Also, do you think he and Tim Salmon are friends? Okay. <laughs> probably i bet he's an angels fan right when he lived here um if you're a clipper i feel like if you're a clippers fan you you gravitate towards yeah. being an angels fan yep uh trust the process and trust of course process. shut it down go vote for your final four winners on twitter at round rock pod ladies and gentlemen looking glass candy man the ultimate inside of himself, Adrian Wojnarowski. Tell us the latest, Woj. What do you think Fizdale's fate is in New York City? I'm Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn. The ball is tipped. There you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star in all the years. No one knows just how hard you worked. But now it shows. In one shining moment, it's all on the line. One shining moment, they're frozen in time. Suck my kiss, cut me my share. Watch how OxyClean unleashes the power of oxygen. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Huell Hauser, and here I am eating my salad. I've got lots of lettuce here. There's some chicken on the top. It's mixed in with a light vinaigrette dressing. The time is short, and the road is long. In the blinking of an eye, oh, that moment's gone. And when it's done, we don't lose. 
You always did your best Cause inside you knew Hit me, you can't hurt me One shining moment You reached deep inside One shining moment You knew you were alive Get in that ass, Larry Don't worry And shots were fired Apparently at President Reagan, as he was coming out of the Washington Hilton Hotel this afternoon, the president was not hit. You've been accused of practicing medicine without a license. It's a very grave charge, son. Feel the beat of your heart, feel the wind in your face. It's more than a contest, it's more than a race. When it's done, win or lose, you always do. Inside you knew yeah. that one shining moment you reached for the sky. One shining moment you knew. One shining moment you were willing to try. One shining moment you knew. One shining moment. Candyman. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.